Hey everyone, this is Jason Shappert, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. So what do you think about scenario-based training? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com and you are listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com and this week brought to you by a new thing we're doing this January, the Underground Aviation Seminar. Visit undergroundaviationseminar.com to see the great free webinars we're doing all the month of January. Things like five things every pilot should know private pilot, instrument pilot, commercial pilot, mock check rides, aviation medical questions, and answering the age-old question of what makes an airplane fly. That's what we're talking about in the Underground Aviation Seminar. These are free webinars to you guys. Visit undergroundaviationseminar.com to check it out. Get signed up totally free. It's a chance to interact with myself and our great team here at m0a.com. To get signed up, it's undergroundaviationseminar.com. Let's talk now for a moment about scenario-based training. I am a big fan of scenario-based training, but when it's done right. And I strongly believe there is a right way and a wrong way to do scenario-based training. A lot of these schools will tell you, oh yes, we we do scenario-based training. And what does that really mean? You know, what most schools do is they send you on a cross country and they call it a scenario. Well, I hate to break it to you, but cross country flight planning, dual and solo flying of cross countries is part of the PTS. It's going to be part of the new ACS when it comes out in 2016. But that's what most flight schools do. They'll send you on a cross country and we call it a scenario. That is not scenario-based training. That is simply just meeting the private pilot practical test standards or private pilot airman certification standards as we move towards that ACS environment. Now that's what most flight schools do. But what does a great flight school do? You see, a great flight school briefs the scenario. A great flight school tells you why. A great flight school creates a scenario that has a purpose. It's no longer just a cross-country to this airport because it meets the 50 nautical mile requirement for distance uh, of a cross-country. Some flight schools go as far to only have pre-approved routes and pre-approved airports that you can actually fly to. Now, where's the scenario in that when everything is pre-approved and and it's, it's scripted? That's not a scenario when they script these things out and you know what's gonna happen. You know you're approaching from the Southwest. You know what runway you're gonna use. You know, you know all these answers already. That's scripted. But a great flight school briefs that scenario, tells you why it has a purpose, and a great flight school allows for outside variables. They allow for things like weather and make adjustments or give you a real life diversion, no longer a fake diversion. Pretend there's weather, divert me to this airport. There is real weather in front of you. Let's make this diversion. Or what about ATC issues? 
How many times have you been to a class Delta airport and they are just slammed? You're number five for landing on the downwind. You know, that is a real scenario. ATC issues. Maybe there's a, an emergency or an issue at the airport and you can't get in right now. Real ATC issues like that. Great flight schools allow for these outside variables. And a great flight school as well will can and will conduct maybe half the scenario in the sim to create some of those outside variables because maybe it's a beautiful clear in 10 day, but they want to put you in the ringer. Maybe you'll do the scenario on the simulator first, giving you the weather that, that, that's not quite outside, that you're not quite expecting, and then go conduct the last half actually in that airplane. But conduct half that in the sim and half that in the airplane. So what a great flight school can do. And a great flight school lets you fly scenarios that are real to you. Maybe it's a business trip or a lunch trip to meet a friend. What is going to be real to you? That's what's going to be so important. Because you're not becoming a private pilot to just fly around the traffic pattern, fly around your local area into the practice area to do steep turn, slow flight installs. But that's how we do so much of our training. It's so contained in this little bubble, yet you're becoming a private pilot to make that business trip. You're becoming a private pilot to fly to see maybe a, a friend, or maybe it's a son or daughter that's off at college. Your flying has a mission. And a great flight school will let you accommodate that mission. I'm working with an instrument pilot student, and one of his primarily, primary missions is flying to Atlanta for business. So what are we going to do? Well, our IFR cross-country is going to be up to the Peachtree City Airport, so he can practice that route, see that route, hear the ATC route. I don't want the first time he does that trip to be as a brand new, newly minted, instrument-rated pilot. I want to do that trip along with him. Fly scenarios that are real to you. That's how you're going to get the most out of scenario-based training. See, I believe scenario-based training is truly the way to go if it's done correctly. If that instructor tells you why. That scenario has a purpose. That scenario allows for outside variables. Now this brings up the debate because this is going to happen every single time you talk about scenario-based training. Because unfortunately in flight training, we've drawn a line. Uh, the 141 or 61 environment. Do I learn to fly part 141? Do I learn to fly part 61? And that brings up the question. And you're going to say, oh, 141, it's always scenario-based. 61, well, they kind of just fly by the seat of their pants and do whatever. And it depends on what, what side of the spectrum you're on with that. You know, I call myself a part 61 and a half flight school. Uh, somewhat candidly, because yes, we train and operate under part 61, yet we use a hybrid and take the highlights and the great points of 141 and make that hybrid model. You see, part 141 has more structure. Part 141 follows an FAA approved called TCO, Training Course Outline, or a syllabus essentially to us lay folk.
141 has that structure and follows that structure. 141 also incorporates a lot of scenario-based training, but it is very structured. If you're going up and your lesson is steep turn, slow flight stalls, well, that's your lesson. There's usually not enough time allotted to, geez, you know, my, my um, turns around a point are really bad, but today is steep turn, slow flight, and stalls. So turns around a point are just going to have to wait until that lesson comes up. That's in some and most 141 cases. Some will adapt to that. 61 has more flexibility. 61, part 61, doesn't necessarily follow a syllabus. We follow the practical test standards and we, we teach to those standards, but those standards, think of it this way. And this was explained to me by a very smart uh, checkride examiner when I was in DPE school. He said, Jason, the PTS or the ACS, depending on where we're at time-wise, because ACS is coming, those are the minimums. Those standards are the absolute worst you can be and still become a pilot. And when you say it that way, it's, it's, it's like getting C's in all through school. It's the worst you can do and still pass. Those are what those standards are. So we need to exceed those standards. Oftentimes we use the word, well, part 61, we test to those PTS standards. Well, yes, we do, but we want you to exceed and go above and beyond those practical test standards or those airman certification standards. 61 doesn't necessarily have that structure of a syllabus to follow, but it allows you to say, okay, today we're going to do steep turn slow flight stalls. Oh, and by the way, I know your turns are on a point really need some love, so we're going to focus on that today. It would allow you to create a lesson where all you do is focus on turns are on a point. But as an instructor, your instructor has to be so diligent when teaching 61 to follow somewhat a bit of structure. Let me explain. You guys know I'm a big fan of a pre and post-flight brief. You see in the 141 environment, a pre-flight brief and a post-flight brief are already calculated into that time and they're given to you. You literally know I'm doing lesson 12 next flight and this is what lesson 12 looks like. I've got it on paper, exactly what I'm gonna be doing. Whereas 61, well, you could be doing pretty much anything. So it's important that you know what's next in the 61 environment. And what I like to see is these schools adopt what I call that 61 and a half type hybrid. I've got the flexibility of 61, yet I have the structure of a 141 syllabus, yet understanding that every student learns differently. Understand that each student has different objectives. I'm gonna teach a student who comes to me and says, Jason, I wanna be an airline pilot differently than a student who comes to me and says, Jason, I want to learn to fly to Atlanta because I go up there for a business meeting once a month. I'm going to teach those two differently in a way. My airline pilot is going to have a lot more structure and formalities than maybe my business professional who wants to go to Atlanta. Our lessons will be consistent of a lot more cross countries, a lot of trips up to Atlanta, working in and out of that complex airspace. Now, we'll still have that working with my airline pilot, but he's going to get a wide array of experiences with a lot of structure, a lot of standardization, because that's what the airlines expect. It's all about creating a hybrid, and it's all about you knowing how you learn best and your flight instructor figuring that out as well and maybe giving them a little bit of a hint certainly doesn't 
hurt. Guys, reminder, undergroundaviationseminar.com. Undergroundaviationseminar.com. That's the free webinar series I'm doing all January. This is January 2016. So if you're listening to this now, check those out. Totally free to sign up. Undergroundaviationseminar.com. Check that out. Can't wait to chat with you guys more on the webinars all throughout the month of January. Guys, thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.